Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about alternative ways to fund your trading account. Now, before you fund your trading account, you have to be good at trading. And well, if you're serious about becoming good at trading and growing that skill, please check out our website. It's www.tier1trading.com. I recommend the 14-day risk-free trial membership. It gives you two weeks on the platform. You can talk to the community. You can check out some of the courses. You can hop in the live sessions and it's risk-free, meaning no auto bill, no funny, sneaky, sleazy stuff like that. Just after your two weeks is up, your membership is canceled. So get started today. That's www.tier1trading.com. Now, recently we've been having a handful of conversations about growing your trading business, developing as a trader, kind of the, the different paths and avenues you can take once you've mastered the skill of trading we've talked about signal services we've talked about being an educator we've talked about doing prop firms we talked about managing money with a few people who are looking to set up hedge funds and stuff like that right i would say the opportunities are limitless but i suppose there is a limit but the point is there's a lot of opportunities out there and the other day i answered a question for a trader i'm not sure if i put out the podcast episode yet but he was asking questions and advice about what do I need to do in order to get funded or what do I need to specifically change with my trading in order to get funded by one of these online prop firms. And we had a discussion about, hey, depending on the prop firm that you find, you may have to do a full 180 with your trading, right? So all of them are different, different requirements, but some of them may require a more active trading. You have to take a minimum uh, amount of trades per week. Um, you can only carry so much risk, right? Long story short, you may have to drastically change your trading style just to um, complete the challenge. And the thing is, not everyone can do that. Now, we had a lot of traders that we worked with here at Tier 1 that completed the challenge over COVID, but that's because they had all the free time in the world, right? They were working from home. They had nothing better to do. Unfortunately, some of them were um, laid off and whatnot. So they can dedicate many, many, many hours during the day. They can day trade. They can actively trade because of the situation. But as we fast forward two years later and we find ourselves getting back to some type of normalcy not everyone can do that right not everyone can say hey i can invest two three hours a day in the day trading and the honest truth is not everyone is good at day trading it is a completely different beast than swing trading and because of the strict requirements of amounts of trades or when you have to complete the challenge by and the trade frequency that you need in order to do it with um, you may be out of luck if you're someone whose schedule or style doesn't fit that mold. So we're looking into alternative ways of funding your account if that's something that's not going to work for you. And we start discussing the idea of using other people's money, right? The good old OPM. Now, 
I'm a fan of using other people's money. Uh, when I say other people's money, I'm talking about loans, right? Um, I actually did that to start up my real estate business uh, well before I was even trading. Um, but the thing is, you have to be smart about it. And the scary part is this, right? In general, we know that we don't really use finance as well meaning that most of us are not financial illiterate, but I would say we struggle with kind of understanding what's available. And that struggle comes in two ends, right? A lot of people are afraid of money. They're afraid of using money because they don't understand how it works. Even by send, uh, saying the word kind of loan and interest rate and APR and stuff like that scares people away to the fact that they would never even consider that option because they're afraid that they're going to be taken advantage of, or maybe they just don't know how the numbers work and they don't know how to really evaluate the situation and see if a personal loan is something that is worth taking or it's something that's going to put them in a worse position. On the other side of things, you have people that are in a rush for money, right? Jason Grace and myself had a good conversation the other day on the Trader Coffee Break. It was the episode that asked the question, am I too old to trade? And we were talking about kind of what you really need to do if you want to be a trader and you have to be truly invested and you have to have a love, a passion for the market. If your only goal for trading is to make as much money as possible, you're probably not going to be a profitable trader. And the reason for that is because one, you're not going to get past those rough periods, right? When things get hard, the love is what keeps you in the game. The love is what, you know, love makes us do irrational things. The love is what keeps us coming back even when the markets is treating us ever so badly. Um, and people that are just in it for the money, they'll typically bail and go to the next thing. Another problem that happens with people who are purely money driven is that they rush into it, right? Trading, the, the learning curve of trading is no different than your equity curve or no different than a, a chart on, uh, or a price on a chart, right? It ebbs and flows. You have your good periods where you feel like you're on top of the world and you have your bad periods where you feel like death. And then you have more good periods and more bad periods and it continues to go up and down like that forever. I've been trading for 16 years and I still have my ups and downs. Now I know how to deal with them better, but I have periods where I'm on fire and I'm, I'm confident as hell. And I have periods where I'm in a drawdown and I question if I know what I'm doing, if I just got lucky for the last you know, 12, 14 years, whatever it was that I've been profitable. Um, and that's really hard to deal with. But the problem that I see with a lot of traders is that if they're purely about the money, the, the question is, how can I make as much money as quickly as possible? And when you talk about loans and being given the opportunity to, you know, with a few clicks of the button and a few uploaded documents, you know, have $30,000, $50,000, $100,000 at your hand easily. And I'm, I'm serious, it's that easy these days. The biggest fear that I have is that people will think they're ready to use other people's money before they're ready to use other people's money and find themselves in a bigger hole. And what I mean by that is this. So something I did early on in my trading career is I told myself I was supposed to be a demo trader for a set period of time. It was like a three month period. Once I graduated through my three month demo period, I had good numbers and was doing everything the right way. Then I can trade live money. And I did this over and over again. And, and what I mean is I would trade for like a couple weeks. I'd have some hot weeks and I would say to myself, man, I'm making all this money, but it's just demo money. I'm looking at my trading account saying, man, 
this trading account should be growing. Why am I wasting this hot streak on this phony money, right? This monopoly money, I should be trading for real. So I stopped my plan, my three month plan, ripped it up, threw it out the window, and I started trading live money and I would trade live money right into a drawdown either because one, um, typically when you finish off a hot streak, you're statistically more likely to be in a cold streak, right? Didn't understand that. I thought I was hot and I would just be hot forever. Two, because I had never traded live money before, I didn't really have any emotional training on how to deal with it. So when I hit that cold streak, I panicked and wanted to get revenge and it just snowballed and snowballed and snowballed. Now, imagine me being a money hungry trader, I guess an even more money hungry trader and doing that with a loan where I, I tell myself, hey, I'm going to demo trade for three months and and then boom, 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 I'll be ready. I'm doing things the right way. And I have this hot week. Then I go online. I go to what? SoFi or one of those places and I, I fill out the application and I get $50,000 sent to me in like four days. I put it right into my trading account and next week, boom, I'm ready to trade with a $50,000 account or 50,000 on top of whatever else I was trading and then I do it right into a losing streak. Well, now I'm in a financially worse position because one, I'm losing my money, which is cool, okay. Two, I'm losing the bank's money. And the problem with use, losing the bank's money is that I've got to pay that back. If it's my money, you know, it's, uh, you know, whatever, I'll go broke. And then once I go broke, I eventually have to stop. With the bank's money, that is a loan. I have to pay that back. And if trading is my main source of income, which it probably isn't at this time, but if trading is my main source of income and I'm losing money, well, I can't pay it back from there. If So that means I got to pay it back from my personal funds. And then that kind of snowballs over into bills, snowballs over into debt reduction with other things I have to pay. And you can see how really quickly you can ruin your life. So you got to be careful with doing the personal loan thing. I, I do think it makes sense, the, obviously, depending on your skill level, if you're ready to trade, depending on your interest rate, and you got to do the calculations on if you are going to outproduce your loan over the duration of the loans, period. Um, if you are, then it makes perfect sense to use other people's money, right? That's what investing is. You use other people's money and use it to make more money than what you owe those other people from using their money. Um, sounds weird, but not as complicated as it seems. Um, you just got to do it in a smart way. And before I head out, I would leave this one bit of advice, right? A lot of people make the mistake of taking out this loan. And again, it depends on your personal financial situation as well. But let's say you're someone that is, you know, things are a little bit tight. You don't have all this extra money to play around with, right? Here is my advice for taking out this loan, right? So you take it a loan. Let's say you take out $30,000, right? Do not put the full $30,000 into your trading account, right? Again, I don't know what your interest rate is going to be. I don't know your loan duration, but let's say you got like a, a five-year loan on something, the low teens, right? So that you may end up paying like, what, $600 a month, right? Do this. Take those $600 a month, right? Times it by 12. That's going to be $720, right? $7,200 right away from that loan. Take $7,200 out, put it in your bank account, and then only put the remaining amount into your trading account. Because here's the deal. If you put it all into your trading account, and if you hit a drawdown right away, and if you're relying on your trading funds, again, I don't think you should be taking a loan if you have to rely on your trading funds, but let's say you are, because again, sometimes we make mistakes and do dumb things. If you are relying on your trading funds and your performance, right? 
to cover your loans, you have to prepare for that drawdown. It's all good. If you, if you owe 600 a month and you say, hey, I got a $30,000 account and I can produce 3% um, percent a month easily, then you're going to outpay that loan. But remember, in trading, it doesn't, it doesn't go 3% January, 3% February, 3% March, right? It goes like negative 5% January, 10% February, negative 2% March, uh, you know, 7% April, right? It goes ups, up and down. And if you can't afford to kind of survive those ups and downs, you're going to be in trouble. So give yourself this financial safety net. Take the 72 out, put it to the side. Right. That way you can cover your loan payback, your monthly six hundred dollar payback for the entire year. That means you never need to touch what's in your account. And mentally, that is going to be a big help. Yes, you won't make as much profit because you're seven thousand dollars less. But trust me, you know, it's it won't even be a noticeable difference. And it's well worth the safety net. But just knowing that at the end of the day, no matter how poorly you trade, you can at least pay back this loan for the year without having to scramble and take it from other places, that is gonna be a massive benefit in you keeping your sanity in your trading. And we know that most traders fail because of the psychological mistakes. So if you can control your mind state and if you can absorb those drawdowns and if you can live to, you know, we talked about ebbs and flows earlier, if you can live to see the good times, you have a much better shot at succeeding as a trader than if you were scrambling to make enough money to pay a bill each month. Trust me. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you haven't done so already, I got a YouTube channel, actually two of them, Akil Stokes and Akil Stokes Shorts. Check them out. Um, the big YouTube page, there's basically videos there every single day from Trading Coach Podcast episodes to live stream, to day trading walkthroughs, to the weekend trading edge video. And on the Shorts page, those are short little quick trading tips, so little one-minute lessons that help you with your trading and other aspects of life as well. So check them out. YouTube search Akil Stokes and or Akil Stokes Shorts. Make sure you subscribe. That way you don't miss the latest update.